Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the X One, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you would like to uh, send me an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on all social media sites, xzoneradiotv. And if you would like to check out the X Zone Broadcast Network to find out what other great programming we have available for you, 24-7-365, visit www.xzbn. Dot net and the Exxon is uh, the Exxon Radio Show is also broadcast on Mutual Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and iHeart Radio, just to name a few. My guest this hour is Michael J. Tamura. He is a spiritual teacher, clairvoyant visionary, and author of "You Are the Answer." Michael lives the miracle, spiritually aware from childhood. He sees everything the way they are as immortal souls. To guide thousands to their healing, awakening, and true life purpose, he draws from years of intensive training, profound past life call recall, nightly out-of-body sojourns, uh, 43 years of teaching and giving clairvoyant counseling, and a lifetime of extraordinary experiences, including returning from five near-death experiences. Born and raised in Japan, yet educated in American schools, Michael has spent a lifetime bridging gaps, not only between East and West, young and old, men and women, but above all between humanity and divinity. Beloved around the world as a spiritual teacher, visionary, clairvoyant, and pioneer of healing and psychic development, he has been featured on NBC's The Lisa Show, The New Ricky Lake Show, CNN, Bridging Heaven and Earth, Guyam TV, Virtual Light Broadcast, The Aware Show, Hay House Radio, and many other media programs. He has also included he was also included in ABC's The Century, America's Time with Peter Jennings. Joining me now is Michael Tamora and Michael, welcome to the Exxon. Thank you very much, Rob. It's nice to be here. It's great having you with us, Michael. Tell us a little bit about your journey because my gosh, you've done so <laughs> much and and wow, please tell us more. Well, it's Right from the very beginning, I'm one of those souls that came in uh, knowing that I was coming in. Yeah. I remember hovering over my mother. I was born in Japan. Um, my mother is Japanese. My father's was uh, Japanese-American. So he was born in California, mm -hmm. but they met in Japan after the uh, Korean War. And um, 
they got together and I came along and I'm looking over my mother, uh, running, going up and down the, this little step stool thing in the hospital saying, hurry up, hurry up. She was getting tired of waiting for me to come around. (laughs) (laughs) So, so then uh, shortly after that, I came in and, um, then, uh, it's interesting because what my mom said was that when the nurse, uh, handed me to her, it was back in those days, you know, where yeah. the nurse takes you away and blah, 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 and mm-hmm. comes back all wrapped up and hands me to my mom. And my mom looks into my eyes and she said, here, she was expecting a little cute little baby. And she said, instead, I'm looking into this, the eyes of a wise old old man wow <laughs> i wasn't even cute and <laughs> oh come on now. <laughs> and so um she said i kind of got scared and i just handed you back to the nurse and says that okay that's good enough <laughs> so that was my beginning yeah. and and um i've always known from the time as a little child that i'm here to teach and and communicate with people so i had a lot of difficulties as a child because I'm trying to communicate, but I don't get that other people aren't able to communicate with me. And most people didn't even see me. So I'm looking at them and they're going, I'm going, who, who are you talking to? I'm over here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I wasn't in my body and they'd be, interacting with my body and going coochie coochie coo and all that kind of stuff they do with, with babies. Right. But I'm above looking at them and going, wait a minute, you know, what are, what are you guys doing? It took me a long time to understand that not everybody was aware of who they were and what they're here for and who they're communicating with when they're communicating with each other. And that was a difficult uh, beginning. And I think from all my experiences with other people, I think almost everybody has that same experience in some degree. But to handle it, most people kind of wipe it out and, and forget about it and just get on with the program here in this world to fit in. And, okay, this is what you're expected to do. This is what you're supposed to do. And you go to school, you learn this stuff, you start to do your, the best you can with it all, and you go on with your life. And by the time you grow up and you're going on with your life, you've forgotten so much of what you're here for. And so so that's the part that's always interested me of communicating with people and going, okay, what are we here for? What's what's your purpose? And that's that was behind my writing my first book many years ago called You Are the Answer, uh, Discovering and Fulfilling Your Soul's Purpose. Because so often people think, when, when they think of purpose, okay, am I supposed to be an architect or a doctor, rocket scientist, an actor? Mm-hmm. What's my purpose in life? And yes, that's that's your kind of worldly purpose. Uh, part, if you will, role to play so that you can fulfill the purpose you have as a soul. And once you start to go within yourself and look at, okay, what am I? First, what am I? (laughs) I'm not this body. Most people, I think, especially those who are listening to your show tonight, Mm -hmm. I think are aware. No, I'm not this body and I know there's something more, something much bigger, and something more that happens after even that experience we call death. And that's where I start my journey is after that. (laughs) Well, let let me ask you a very simple question at this point. Why Uh are we here? What is our purpose? Well, to put it in the simplest way, Mm -hmm. our purpose, each and every one of us, really has the same purpose. It looks different, but we each have the same purpose because we're here to really realize ourselves, to become who we truly are. And, okay, so if we have to become who we are, Mm -hmm. 
what are we right now? What are we being right now? Exactly. Well, mo yeah, most of us aren't fully being ourselves. Just like I was saying earlier, we've forgotten who we are as souls. We've forgotten who we are as spirit, this limitless, eternal being. And we get all uh, wrapped up in this world of, oh, got to do this, got to do that, and and got to pay the rent and mm -hmm. pay the bills and pay the taxes. <laughs> I hear you. All of that. And we forget, oh, wait a minute, that's just you know, incidentals. That's just stuff we each have to do to be here. But our purpose is to discover who am I? I'm not this body because I'm aware of things when I'm sleeping. You know, my body's completely gone to sleep. So mm -hmm. the body's not aware of anything. Yet I have dreams. And when I wake up in the morning, gee, I wasn't dead. I uh, it's there's some someone there somewhere and I come back into this body awareness and I go open my eyes and go oh here's the world again but what happens when I go to bed at night and fall asleep well that's basically the practice we have practice every night however long we are in this body we have practice sessions every night on dying because when we die so-called die from this side in the physical world it looks like oh the body stopped breathing it's not moving anymore it's not functioning and this person we loved or this person i knew um, is gone and they're not coming back but every night we go away you can shake that body and those of us who sleep really solidly you can't wake them up unless you scream or make a big racket. And they're gone for the duration. And then in the morning, however, they come back, yawn and go, ah, oh, I had a good night's sleep, or gee, I don't want to get up yet. And so that's just like birth. You come back into this physical world, this body, from somewhere. You must have been somewhere. And you come back in. And you go, whoa, this again. <laughs> All right, stand by. Michael, you and I have to take our first break. Exonation. Michael Tamara is our special guest this hour. And if you'd like to get some more information on Michael, his website is www.michaeltamura.com. That's Michael, T-A-M-U-R-A.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Wilda Wiaka's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of The Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest, and armed with over 40 years' experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Wilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, this is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. 
Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. www.xzbn.net is the website for the Exxon Broadcast Network. And if you'd like to read the latest edition of the X Chronicles newspaper with our compliments, www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Michael Tamura is our guest, and um, his website is www.michaeltamura.com. So, Michael, where do we come from? Before we're born. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Um, we don't actually, you know, we're referring to coming back into the body uh, when you wake up in the morning or reincarnating after you've been, quote, dead, and then the same soul returns to earth in a new new wardrobe. Um, where do we come from? We don't really come from someplace. We are spirit. Spirit is eternal. We're limitless. And it's all the time. Eternal is forever, all the time, which means we never really change. We just are and complete everything. What, is, what does it mean to wake up in the morning from that completeness? Or what does it mean to be born again mm -hmm. into a new incarnation from that being spirit completeness? Is we take on this total awareness this total limitlessness assumes this role, if you will, this series of images in the mind, and these images contain all kinds of thoughts and considerations, ideas, and, and experiences and everything. And we carry this with us as souls. The difference between spirit and soul is soul is the same thing as spirit, except when we are being that individual being, individual spiritual being, and recognize, oh, this lifetime I'm called Michael tomorrow. But in my last previous incarnation, I was a little girl in Hiroshima and uh, died in this atomic blast when I was about seven years old. So when you start to have that recognition that, oh, wait a minute, you weren't the same person, you were the same being, same intelligence, same awareness, but a different person in your previous incarnation and the incarnation before that and all of that. So we start to understand that, oh, there's a continuity. But in the beginning, we experience that continuity as a soul, individual soul that has an individual identity in spirit. And then we take on new personalities in the physical world and new physical incarnations, bodies. Sometimes we're females, sometimes we're males and all kinds of different things, different races, different um, personalities and different interests and all that. Because when we come into the body like that, that's for our experience and that's for our learning. So if we came back the same person, the same way, the same body, the same race, same religion, everything, every lifetime, it's we, we max out. We don't learn as much. So we go, it's like going to college 
And even if you're going to be a doctor or an engineer and you have a specific course mm -hmm. of studies you have to take, there's always electives and general studies that everyone who goes to college, those classes they have to take right. because you want it to be well-rounded. Same way here. All so right. where we come from is mm -hmm. just spirit and then we assume being an individual soul to incarnate as individual personalities. So how were we created? What is our beginning? Well, that's a really tricky question because when you consider spirit being forever, mm -hmm. eternal, that means there's no beginning and there's no ending. But if there's so, no ending, why do we die when we are in this mortal body? And uh, why can't we well, know? If we know ahead. what happens later on in our existence as a spirit, how come we have no definitive answer on our creation? Ah, uh, well, many people might experience our creation mm -hmm. as being that which we are, which is absolutely true. But that which we are is eternal, which means creation is eternal. That's not necessarily like, okay, all of a sudden we begin. And how do we begin? It's we are. and But it is part of creation. And we can say that those who are more on the religious end and have the word God, we can say God as the creator created all spirit at once. But when we take that total creation and decide we're separate, we're individual, that's when we become an individualized soul only because we believe it is. And our belief of it is our creation, so to speak, from having been this created beingness. And each of us, the minute we go, I'm different, I'm separate, then we start to take on, we create these images, we create these energy uh, structures and experiences, and we start to go what we call separate ways. We start to have individual experiences, and that's when we start to move toward this process of becoming denser and uh, more solid feeling and more individualized, more individualized to the point where we, when we reincarnate or incarnate here mm -hmm. in this world, we feel like we have these solid physical bodies. But even science now uh, has confirmed, so to speak, that these bodies we experience as very solid and we pat ourselves, you know, and each other on the back and feel like solid mm -hmm. bodies. Now they're saying, some of them even say 99.9% .9 of our bodies is really made up of space, nothing, space. And even the ones who go, okay, up to 4% of our bodies, uh, solid, some kind of substantial stuff, but 96% is space. All right, but In fact, let, yes. let's take a look at the big picture here. All right. Yes. How do we know, and I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, how do we know what sure. you're telling us is real and not just the desire, the belief in something that may not actually be there? Exactly. That's why I've always, you know, once in a while I'll read books and everything, and it's mostly good novels and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not what's in books that, that's going to give us the real information. It's our own direct experience. And so all, most of my important learning in this lifetime has been through direct experience. And it's not until I experience something and I go, oh, yeah, yes, that, that's true for me. It's not necessarily true for everyone else. In fact, a large majority of people, I would say, if I were to address everyone, mm -hmm. I would say the greatest majority of people would just 
turn me off and just go, okay, whatever. <laughs> and, and a few people might get irritated, but a small fraction of the population will go, oh yeah, you know, what he's saying rings true to me as well. Even if they don't have the direct experience in their mind consciously, it resonates with them because they've had it in other times that they don't remember yet. Or could it be that they also believe in what you are saying, that this may be a reason for the resonation and has nothing to do with a previous time? Yes, that also could be, because belief is very powerful. Sure is. And But what makes us believe one thing and not the other? So it starts somewhere, doesn't it? <laughs> somewhere that belief starts because each of us have different beliefs, but what are our beliefs based on? If we track it far enough back, somehow it's, it's our beliefs, what becomes our beliefs is based on some kind of experience we've had. At least that's my experience. I, I, I agree with that because it is something that is tangible, that is real to the person who has had the experience Yes. And therefore, it remains part of their psyche. But I've, uh, when it comes to reincarnation, when it comes to past lives, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've got to tell you, the, the jury is still out on this one because I've been doing the show for 27 years now. And yes. I have yet to see or have presented to me any unequivocal proof. I don't think there's going to be any. And again the jury will probably be out on this for a long time. When somebody asks me, mm-hmm. do you believe in reincarnation? I say, no. And they're kind of surprised. Well, I've experienced it. That's different than just uh, believing in what somebody says. All right, stand but, by. We've got to take our break <laughs> at the bottom of the hour with the news. Exxon Nation, Michael Tamura is our special guest, and Michael and I will return on the other side of this break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And if you'd like to find out more about Michael, visit his website at www.michaeltamura.com. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 213-401-0080. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Explanation, Michael Tamura is our special guest, www.michaeltamura.com. Michael, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on the Exxon. Great talking to you. And uh, what would you say the purpose of people on this planet are? What's our purpose uh, here on Earth? The purpose for being here on Earth is for us to discover who we are, Mm -hmm. and in that process, we go through immeasurable number of life experiences and gain wisdom. So one of the things along the way, the purpose itself is the same. We all discover who we are, but the way we get there is individual and different for each and every one of us. Earlier, I was talking about, you know, you asked me about the reincarnation bit and that the jury's out on Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's for real or not. And I mentioned that, yes, the jury will probably be out as long as there is humanity because it's true for both, depending on where we are in our consciousness, where we are in our soul evolvement. Mm -hmm. If we're at a certain place, we'll decide there's no such thing as reincarnation. There's just one life we live, and when we die, that's it. it, it, but, it out. but is that is that so bad? Like, no. is, is is the quest for spirituality just a psychosomatic way of trying to extend <laughs> a lifetime that really doesn't get extended? And that's no problem. There's no rights or wrongs in this where those who believe mm-hmm. absolutely that Okay, after you die, that's it. Well, they have a whole journey of however many years they live in this body, in this world, and they're going to go through tremendous learning and growth because of that. So whatever belief we have, it's going to propel us in a certain direction, and it's going to propel us to learn certain things during the time we have here on Earth. Then, as we grow, oh, all of a sudden, one of us gets born, and at, in the beginning, we might believe, well, I was never here, This is I just got born, I'm just a baby, and then I grow up, mm-hmm. and I start to figure out things, and oh, now I'm looking, I'm getting older, I'm looking at what's the other end of this, oh my God, I'm going to die sooner or later. And we start to look at that, and sooner or later, this is why I feel many of us start to get to that place of what's beyond this? And how come some of us start to look at that, whereas others are quite convinced, and happily so, that end of the life is mm-hmm. death, and that's it. But there's some of us who start to look at what's beyond this? Is there anything beyond this? And we might go through that for many lifetimes. And then sooner or later, we're born, we start up again, almost like usual, 
And then somewhere along, we start to get interested in spirituality, not just what's beyond death, but just what's more, is there more to life? That purpose that we're all here for, people start to get interested in, what's my real purpose? I don't think my real purpose, no matter how great of a career I have, no matter how great of a family I have, I don't think that's my sole purpose. And they start to ask those questions, and sooner or later, we start to bump around and we have these experiences. Uh, as you mentioned in the bio introducing me, I've had five near-death experiences, and of course, near-death experiences, I think, should be renamed near-life experiences because once you've, quote, died physically, where your heart stops, you're not breathing mm -hmm. for a period of time, and and on one of those deaths, I had a full-on cardiac arrest while I was, I was uh, on the elliptical machine in the gym at the top of my fitness and health. I, I don't think I was even that healthy when I was a teenager. And so here I am going full blast and boom, I don't remember a thing here mm -hmm. on earth. Uh, it's just hearsay for me when I came back a few days later. <laughs> but uh, when they they took yeah, at least 10, 12 minutes to resuscitate, you know, the, to get the paramedics there and mm -hmm. to get the um, defibrillator and get right. a heartbeat. But, and they said, well, you know, even from that point, my wife was hearing from people concerned saying, well, even if he makes it, he's not going to come back as the man you knew. And I was, after I came back, I told her, you should have said, oh, good. I was getting tired <laughs> of him. But <laughs> anyway, um, because they thought uh, for sure I would have brain damage. Right. And so, but while I was gone, I remember all that was going on on so-called the other side. And so our experiences as over time, over these so-called lifetimes, which is really one single life we're li living, it's just like changing our clothes every day. Just because we change our costumes every day, we don't say, oh, it's a different lifetime today. No, we just say, yesterday I was wearing this clothes, today I'm wearing this clothes, and tomorrow I think I'll wear those clothes. And you do different things every day. And some of the things you do every day, you do the same things. And so from lifetime to lifetime, it's about the same thing. It's about the same kind of a situation where you're changing your body mm -hmm. and you're going to different places, having different experiences so you can continue your journey. But where, where does the journey end? The journey ends... Oh, the other part of this, to answer that question, the reincarnation, when I said, okay, there's people who completely deny it, mm -hmm. people who believe in it, yeah. and then there's some of us who, okay, it's both. We Do we have one lifetime or do we have multiple lifetimes? It's both. If you're looking at reincarnation, it seems like, feels like multiple different lifetimes. But if you're experiencing yourself as the spirit that you are, which is eternal, you're just changing clothes. It's one single lifetime that goes on and on. Now, the only end game to that is here on earth. We wake up. There's a lot of talk these days about, in spiritual circles especially, about waking up. Humanity's waking up. Well, we're waking up on multitude of levels. Uh, some people are waking up on a political level. Some people are waking up intellectually and physically. Some people are waking up more on a spiritual level. Well, what's the difference and, between waking up and having interest in something? Because aren't they both the same? Well, the interest in something is the beginning of the waking up process. It's kind of like waking up in the morning, you know, from bed. Some of us jump out of bed, but a lot of us, <laughs> we hear the alarm clock and then, oh yeah, I got to get up. And then you wait a little while and you have to kind of work up your, your uh, motivation to <laughs> hit, the, hit the floor. And 
And uh, so waking up process, spiritually speaking, is the same. Some of us, our beginning of waking up is, you know, I never thought about spirituality much. I should kind of look into that one of these days. And it can take a long time to get from there to actually pursuing it and saying, I got to ask some questions and getting some answers. And at, at the beginning, you might get answers from books and mm-hmm. other people and teachers and whatnot. But as you do this longer, all of a sudden you go, but, you know, what about myself? This is what everybody else says. And it gets us to like, just like you said, Rob, of asking that question of, it, you know, what's that? What is it? Is it just a belief or mm-hmm. is it for real? But, but and still, so, what happens? Where do we go? What is the ultimate goal? What happens when we reach that goal? When we reach that goal, we fully wake up, which means, ah, oh, just like, you know, we've all had dreams mm-hmm. when we're sleeping at night. When we wake up, there's two ways to wake up from that dream. One way is the common way where you wake up in your body and you go, oh, good, that was just a dream, if mm-hmm. it was a bad dream. Uh, you want to go back to sleep if it was a good dream. But we can also become lucid in the dream, right? Many people probably amongst those who are listening to the show have had at least one lucid dream where you're in, you're dreaming, and at first it's just like normal. When you're dreaming, you don't know you're dreaming. Everything in that dream is absolutely real. The walls are solid, your body's solid, the person you're talking to, you know, you've known for a long time, even if you didn't, you just believe that. That's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And everything's real until something kicks you up and you wake up, partially wake up. You don't wake up from out of bed, but you wake up within the dream and we call that becoming lucid, lucid dreaming. And when you become lucid within the dream, ah, anyone who's had that experience, it's total joy and freedom. I know this is a dream. How about it? And even if it was a nightmare just a moment before in the dream and you're running for your life and scared out of your wits, you become lucid and you go, oh, it's just a dream. This monster's not real. This, you know, whatever's not real. It's just my dream. It's in my imagination. It's in my mind. It's coming from within my mind. I'm making it up. How about that? How about that? We've got to take our final break. Please stand (laughs) by. Michael Tamura is our guest. And Michael and I will be back on the other side as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Are you a believer or are you a skeptic? Send me an email. Tell me why you're either a believer or you're a skeptic. We'll be back on the other side of this break. But before we go, don't forget, coming in April 2018, Investigations 365. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howell expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. 
Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Welcome back to the X one, everyone. Um, starting mid January 2018, a new show here on the X zone. It's going to be Dr. Angelica Wagner. She's going to be doing her show here entitled Ask Dr. Angelica for more information. And if you'd like to get a prelude and a preview of what this show is all about, www.askdrangelica.com. Michael Tamura is our special guest, www.michaeltamura.com. And um, he is the star of Peace Publishing. And uh, Michael, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Great talking to you. There are so many unanswered questions yet. And, <laughs> you know, like we've only yes. started to scratch the surface. We're going to have to have you back on the show. But, I, I, you know, like it seems that there's so many questions that cannot be answered when it comes to the topic of spirituality. For example, where did it all start? Where did we start? Who created us? How were we created? And then we get the little snippets from people like yourself and others who we've had on the show about, well, this is where we are now. And if, you know, we talk about past lives, we talk about reincarnation. But still, there's no definitive answer on what the entire voyage or trip is all about. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that may be why for millennia mm-hmm. it's been known as the mystery. We're discovering it step by step. And the other part is when someone finishes here. And that doesn't mean you're just finished. You're just finished here, in this world, you don't have to come back. There's no more reincarnation for you. Well, that's just it. When someone finishes, they don't come back. <laughs> so, so when you look around, it's just like in the uh, first grade classroom. Uh, you have 30 kids or 40 kids in the classroom, and you look around, and they're all first graders. And then the year ends, and all those who graduate from first grade, don't come back. So those yeah, of us who yeah, come back second, to second. first that's grade based, again. <laughs> that, that's, based on, that's based on if a person graduates from grade one to grade two, that's because they have worked hard. They have worked diligently in learning the curriculum and progressed um, psychologically, and they've been able to go to the next step. Yes. I, so how can we relate this when it comes to this lifetime compared to the last time? Because if that is the case, we should be further ahead in our our physical evolution as well as our spiritual evolution than we are right now. I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> well, we are actually. It depends on the perspective you look at human evolution from, but... We are quite a ways 
I mean, we're so much further along than we were 2,000 years ago. But right now, during this time period we're living in, we're living in a very tumultuous time, but at the same time, we're living in a very exciting time because humanity is taking a major step right as we speak, meaning in the next 50 years, 100 years, we're taking a major, major step from being basically a physical, body-based, intellectual race, and we're taking this a type of a quantum leap into being or becoming a spirit-based, intuitive race. How do we know that? What, what, what can you tell me right now, based on what you just said, Yes. That will make me believe you. Mm, more and more people, we were talking earlier in mm-hmm. the earlier segment about the beginning of the waking up process is interest. Well, today and this this year probably in the next couple of years, you'll see more and more interest. It's already started of people in the subject, the broad subject of intuition. And and then of course related to that, all kinds of different psychic abilities. Already, you've been noticing, even in the mainstream media, there's been TV shows that that are hosted by mediums. Uh, right, and, right, these so-called reality shows, and each and every one of them has been disproved. There's a lot of charlatans within the New Age spiritual realm. So how yes. does the public, how do the listeners who may have a bit of an interest, because I I know that there are people out there who believe this more than they believe in life itself. And personally, I can't understand it, but each to his own. Well, I think this is where a show like yours is very important because it teaches people, you don't just, you know, be a lemming and just because somebody says so Mm -hmm. and they say so on major media or something... Just go and believe it. That's not that's not where we're going. Where we're going. Intuition means you have to really find certainty within your own truth. What's true within your own understanding, within your own beingness? But how does that you. but how does that relate to intuition? That's what intuition is, is tuning into what's true within you, not All right, but, but what going about... out there and saying, okay, what what can I believe in what somebody else says? But how is the person supposed to learn if they uh, do not if they no, do not investigate? And at times, many times, many times than more than yes. not, they get suckered in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's true with every facet of our society. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, that's, that, well, all we have to do is turn on a TV and we get sucked into a commercial. Yeah, or and, all you need to do is turn on your computer and start browsing uh, through either, you know, any of the search <laughs> engines to any of these multiple websites yes. that pop up overnight. And people are making claims that cannot be substantiated, and yet there is a there is a portion of the... The internet user who believes, hey, listen, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. My own personal <laughs> belief is that the internet is the biggest septic tank that God ha- or mankind has ever created because there's more crap in it than there is anything else. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you on that. And, and that's why it's so important, especially now, for each of us mm-hmm. to investigate and, and go, oh, is this true for me? Well, let's let's check it out, and and again, it boils down to over. We do our research, we do our homework, even on the internet. Yes, I go through that all the time. It takes me a lot. Okay, if I'm looking for something that's going to help in some aspect of my life, like a product or a service or whatever, I don't just go to the internet, pick out the first one that pops up that has a very fancy website or whatever. I just go and check it out. Okay. But in the end, it's like a friend of mine who's a renowned medical doctor, uh, who's a pioneer in medicine. 
he gave an interview about intuition in the same movie that I'm in, interviewed in, and that's coming out this month in California. But um, uh, it's called PGS. Your uh, intuition is your personal guidance system. And in that movie, this doctor says, I'm a doctor. I have all this training and expertise and learn how to do everything and make diagnosis. Mm -hmm. But he says, every single time, that's where I start when I check out my patient. But the final diagnosis is always intuition. I go and check into just because all the facts and figures say this person has cancer or this or that or the other thing. I don't just go, that's what you got. I have to do a kind of a meditation. I have to reflect within myself. Does this ring true for me? Well, you know, that's kind of scary when you've got a doctor who uses all the modern technology and comes up with a diagnosis based on the findings of the tests, and then he doesn't take that for legitimate or for real and then decides to use the spiritual aspect and meditation to find out what the real cause is. Like, man, that would scare the hell out of me. No, it's not either or. It's not if you use your intuition, that's all you can do. You, you have to throw out all the facts and figures. No. He's saying that first mm-hmm. you use all your expertise, your research, your, your studies, what you experienced, and your lifelong wisdom. That's what you use. And then the final, before you vote yes or no on it, you have to tune into your intuition and does this all of this fact all these facts and figures and everything you learn resonate within you as true in regards to this, this specific person and this specific case and that's where it's it's definitely never one of throw out all the intellectual learning and yeah. all your facts and figures and just rely on whatever guesswork you have off the top of your head, which, by the way, off the top of your head, as the intuitive knowing uh, expression comes from a, a real source of, that's where your intuition comes from on an energetic level, is at the top of your head. That's the Michael, I hate intuition. to do this, but we've just run out of time for tonight. I want to <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on Dexonation. If you'd like further information about our guest this hour, www.michaeltamura.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. 
We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.